So we're going to start this episode off with a recap on the month of December in the world of boxing. So two main two main fights that were controversial, shall we say. Um, at the beginning of the month, we had Deontay Wilder versus Tyson Fury. And then later on in the month, we had the Charlo brothers fighting on the same card for the first time. One, Jamel Charlo lost a very controversial uh, decision. Well, not so controversial in my eyes, but we'll get into that a bit later. But we'll start with the Tyson Fury fight. So what do we think about the fight? It was one of the best fights that um, that we've seen in the heavyweight game for, for a while. AJ's... AJ's Sort of been dominating the excitement in the in the heavyweight world. Uh, yeah, the he- AJ versus Klitschko, very very exciting fight. Um, AJ brought it, uh, brought the pace, came forward, um, and just didn't just treated Klitschko like he wasn't the champion that he is, and he hadn't and he hasn't been dominated for for years and decades. And I sort of snowballed the energy in the heavyweight division because before that people were sort of ducking and diving didn't want to lose their unbeaten records they weren't taking the risks that we wanted from from the UFC from the world of boxing um so now that AJ stepped up and started taking the risks and facing the best people like Deontay Wilder has gone 30 odd fights to 40 fights um without fighting anyone, you know, just getting through boxes and boxes that we don't even know about and building up that record and that, oh, has now stepped up and said, you know what, to be the, to be the best, I've got to get, I've got to face animosity and, and all of these, you know, I've got to be challenged. I've got to show the world that I can face the best and be the best um, by beating them. So he's he's gone and taken on some 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 dangerous fights over the last year. You know he started off with Luis Ortiz, and now he's now he now he's come up against Fury. So what do we think about the Fury fight? Happened really easy. Happened really really easy. Um, you know Fury said that he'll take the the Wilder fight, and it happened. Got deal got signed pretty quick, and December first they they swung it out. They slugged it out. You know. Fury's just as slippery as he as he always was. To me, before before this fight, I didn't give Fury the res- respect that they probably deserved. You know, they called him the man who beat the man. Gives him that gives him the the lineal title. Um, because he beat Klitschko. Since then, I haven't been too 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 convinced. Though you know, like he, he, they say, he's you know he's slippery moves really slippery for a heavyweight and he, he moves like a welterweight and he ducks and dives and to me it was sort of you know with Deontay Wilder all he needs is one punch one punch he's going to knock you out um if he knocks you and if he hits you with the right hand it could be lights out and then it was sort of like you know is is Fury is Fury that really the Mayweather of 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 heavyweight boxing can he not be hit um and if he's not and he is hit, then he's done. But you know that that wasn't the case. That wasn't the case. Fury came back, came back twice. Um, second one, the one in the in the twelfth. Crazy knockdown, crazy knockdown. Nobody expected him to get up from that. He looked like he was dead. You know, he looked like he had passed out. He called the ambulance, wave it off. Ref gave him the count. 
took the 10 count and it was it was a 10 count it wasn't no it was not based on 10 seconds there's no stopwatches you get a 10 count you got up in time um he could walk without stumbling and falling over he was ready to fight again and he came back and dominated the last round so props to him i think he's he's built his fan base since then i see fury's been turned into a model now you know that like he's been on the front page of various magazines and posters and seen doing fashion and whatnot yeah we never expected that from the gypsy king eh um but that's what we're getting from fury right now um but but he he's earned it you know he he got through the 12 rounds and and not only did he get through the 12 rounds to me he won every single round apart from the rounds that he was dropped now there's a two there's a couple of controversial rounds where you could have given it to wilder but all in all to me wilder got four four points including the knockdowns you can give if you was to give him another couple rounds you can get you know five six um but to me fury won 10 10 of those rounds so you know you're looking at 10 to 6 10 to 6 so or 10 10 to 4 10 to 4 even so you know it was a pretty clear margin for me and I really like the world and anyone that knows boxing doesn't know how that happened. And I think a lot of people have lost respect for boxing and the credibility of boxing's under some scrutiny now, now that that's happened. I think a lot of people are going to talk about, you know, controversial decisions a lot more and, it's, and people are just going to lose respect for the sport if that continues to happen. So we hope that, you know, that tightens up. People are are more cautious about what referees are are judging and and needs to be some type of prosecution and investigations behind why these things are happening and are people being paid off and those type of, or is it just, you know, a lack of education? And that is the lack of education because, you know, in the Fury fight, you know, even if he wasn't that great of a great of a um fight fan, it, he made it really easy for you to score most of those rounds. So so that's what we had from the Tyson Fury fight. Next, we have the Charlo brothers who fought on the 22nd. Um, the Jamel Charlo fight is the one that I want to touch on a bit more, just a more controversial fight. Um, Jamel clearly 41, and so did Jamal, and quite a few others voiced their opinions. Um, and it's quite hard to distinguish who really believes Jamel won and was robbed, or who, you know, are just friends with to Charlo twins because they are quite popular fighters, especially with the clique of fighters that are down south or hang out down south, sort of people like uh Errol Spence Jr., Javante Davis, um Terence Crawford. I think these I think the boxing community in the South is a very tight knit circle and these guys have a lot of respect for each other. So if you're not in that circle then you might find uh the the more respected fighters siding with the more popular fighter from my perspective from what i saw i only watched the first six rounds and there's only there's a reason for the for me doing that i found the fight quite boring uh neither fight was really pushing the fight what we've seen from the charlo twins in the past is that they cut they have this animal status this sort of this lions only hashtag that they've created because they seem to be beasts in the ring um and that's that's been that's been gained from the respect from fans and, and the critics because they have 
given us some of the best knockouts um, in the boxing world in the last few years, especially with uh, the Lubin fight last year where Jamal Charlo gave him the uppercut very discreetly in the first round. Lubin being a hot up-and-coming prospect that everyone saw was to be sort of like a world champion, a future world champion. And um, Jamal Charlo just dismantled him with one combination in the first and ended the fight right there. Um, so when we got, when, when I had to sit down and I was ready to see a uh, Jamel Charlo fight, I was ready to see someone just really get hurt and knocked out. Um, the post-fight press conferences, both both fighters looked like they had just woke up that morning and never, never been in a fight. So that just told me it wasn't a war. I mean, if me seeing the, the first six rounds of the fight, I know ex- I know exactly what it was. It wasn't a war. And I'm, 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 I'm struggling to call it a chess match, really, because... Nothing was really happening. I mean, Jamel Charlo really wanted to count punch Tony Harring, uh, Harrison. Really didn't let that happen. He really didn't push the fight and give Jamel the fight that he wanted. Um, so that forced Jamel to come forward and hit him a few times. Tony Harrison was really working that jab just to keep um, Jamel at bay and really racking up the points with the jab. And they was landing a few clean punches in in between, maybe like two punch combinations at a time. To me, that's not enough to win, to sort of convince the judges that you've won that round, especially if the guy's hitting you with jabs. If you're hitting over one, two, and the guy hits you with a couple jabs in between, it's hard to just say, yeah, you know, you clearly won the round. You clearly, clearly you didn't, you know. Um, you have to show the judges that I've won this round by just, by dominating. And Errol Spence is someone that does it very well. He shows in every round that he wants to win this round. He wants to show everyone that he's won this round, and he wants to win in style. He wants to. He doesn't want to just beat you. He wants to, wants to show you that he, we're the best. He's the best by showing everyone that this is easy for me. Not easy for me, but it's a challenge. But I'm going to make it look easy. And I, I didn't really get that from Jamel Charlo this in this fight. Um, so with scorecards going the other way, and most of the, especially the first six, you could have scored it either way because both fighters were fairly inactive. Um, and that's not the type of fights that we're, the fans are looking for. And, you know, hopefully Jamel and other boxers can look at this and, and learn from it. Um, and just try with every round. You have to be focused, tunnel vision on every single round um, to win that round clearly. And if you don't, then you have to be prepared for the judges to judge and have a judgment. And everyone has a different opinion. And if you're not being very clear about it, it could go the other way. So he lost on that. We're hoping that he will come back next year and pick up where he left off from the last fight. Maybe a rematch with this. And um, and yeah, so some exciting boxing matches coming up in, in the future with with um, Javante Davis coming back. And we've got the Broner versus Pacquiao fight. Not really what we want to see. It's a bit, a bit of like sort of two washed up fighters on their way out, one foot out the door both of them but even still it should be a, a good fight and we'll, we'll tune into that we also have Errol Spence coming back to fight uh, Mikey Garcia which is going to be in my opinion I won't give my opinion just yet you have to tune in for that but we'll wrap it up there thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed um, we'll bring you another episode fairly soon thank you